Manic Monday. <laughs> You're listening to my work in progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and no, I can't sing to save my life. But today I am speaking about social media. I have included a great conversation I had with Narotima Penitz. I hope I am not butchering your last name, and if I am, I do apologize. But, um, In our conversation, we got into many aspects of social media, including our personal experiences with it, as well as just our predictions of where it's going, what what can we expect in the future from social media. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, keep listening. All right. Um, thanks for joining the social media talk. No worries. My name is Narotama. I'm from Maryland, United States. Um, uh, do you, do you have social media? Like how many accounts do you have? Um, I guess I have a lot. Um, (laughs) so I use, I use Facebook to kind of like lay down my thoughts, Instagram, uh not so much like maybe once every couple months um snapchat for dating um twitter for following sam harris and what my favorite celebrities are up to so that i guess that's kind of the gist of it okay okay how about you um right now i okay so i try to deactivate my facebook um but since I ended up like linking so many different apps to Facebook because you know like nowadays yeah. ask you log, you log in with the, like eight questions or you just want right. to Facebook sure exactly so I'm like okay yep Facebook it'll be quick and then so now when I try to log into those apps um it'll just like give me a hard time and then I have to log into Facebook and then that reactivates my account like as soon as I do that. So mm. yeah. So I'm just I have a face- huh? You can't escape Facebook. Oh no. No. It's I'm locked in. So basically Now how, how yeah. old are you? I'm twenty four. Okay. So which one do you use primarily? Do you use Snapchat a lot? I use Instagram and Snapchat the most. So I have a question because I'm thirty six. So I'm a you know, I'm older than, more than 10 years old. How come the younger generation is like loving Snapchat? Cause like for me, it messes with my OCD a little bit. Cause I'm like, you're saying these clever things, taking these clever pictures. And then the memory is just like gone. Like there's no record keeping element to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. I guess Snapchat is just like, it, it makes sense because you're seeing more and more like this generation and then the generation after um, like super just short attention span. So it doesn't really matter. Like we, <laughs> we move on so quickly that those like past posts, it doesn't like, I guess, affect us much. Can I give that- you a th- Can I give you a, f- a theory and you tell me if you, if you see, if you uh, see any truth in this? All right. Like, like, part of me knows, like, if they had Facebook and YouTube when I was, like, 18, 19, 20, like, I probably wouldn't have been able to get a job right now. Because, like, I, I did so much stuff. And, like, if there was someone filming it with a cell phone, I'd be, like, screwed. Yeah. So, like, 
And like, oh my God, if I got to like post what was on my mind when I was like 20, it would be like <laughs> horrible. It'd be horrible. So like part of me is like very happy that the whole social media just happened to come up when I seemed to be a bit more mature, right? Right, right. So maybe the younger generation knows they're immature, knows that they'll regret what they're thinking sometime later. So they're purposely posting it on a temporary site so they know the job recruiters won't hold it against them. You guys, have you guys thought about all that or are you just instinctively using Snapchat? I think that has a lot to do with the appeal of Snapchat. Like how you were saying, you you use it for like dating, right? Yeah. And I see a lot of like young like kids who are single and stuff. They seem to use Snapchat as like a way to like send pictures and, and be all like cutesy with people but almost not to keep track of it. Like, and then I, I noticed a lot of people talking about how Snapchat's basically just used to like cheat on your significant other because there's no proof, you know, there's nothing. And as soon as you send it, it's over. Like you, you don't have to worry about the repercussions of going back and deleting stuff. Um, so unless, yeah. I, unless they had like two cell phones, they were able to like take a picture of your of the cell phone. Right, I mean, yeah. That's kind of like the biggest recourse. Like before Snapchat and the ability to like know if someone screenshotted you, what someone would do is they would have to like make you like pinky promise on your like pet's life that you would delete the, delete the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now know, Snapchat like, is telling it all. Like if you take a, a screenshot, you, yeah, the other person's going to know. Right, right. Right. But I, I agree. I think a lot of it has to do with like not having to keep record of certain things, especially in this era where everything's like being recorded, like everything's being like your employers are basically checking to see your Facebook now. And that's, you know, that's a norm now. And having Snapchat, it's like a release from all of that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely see the appeal. I guess I'm 36, so I like. I feel like I'm in a place where I've thought about deeply enough about who I am. Where I feel like someone could like track down any one of my Facebook posts, and I could like give you a good defense for it. Right, right. Well, you're seeing that a lot more now. Uh, people bring up past tweets or past mm -hmm. Facebook tw uh, quotes and stuff of, of famous uh, individuals, and then they'll they'll be like, "Look, he was." Um, you know, racist or misogynist or whatever it may be that he wrote down. And then we look at how long ago that was. And it's like, he was 17 or he was 16. Like, right. he didn't but really... He, but he yeah. didn't, like, ink a, a three special thing with Netflix. Like, they only come after you when you have a lot to lose. Exactly. You know, like, like honestly, even though I confidently said that I could defend my Facebook post, like, if I had you know, celebrity status, and I had more to lose, I'm sure somebody could comb through it, post after post after post, and find something to, that I would regret. Right, exactly. Cringe. Exactly, that's why I, I'm, I was trying to delete my Facebook, but that didn't work out very well. <laughs> so, so, so here's why I like, I like the record keeping element of Facebook. Like, I know this all is not available right now, but like part of me thinks that someday in the future, 
they might like use Facebook and all the posts to like form some type of like historical records of lineage and what your family members was like. You know, it's kind of like, it's like the new ancestry.com. Like if I want to know about my grandfather, I have to, you know, only get like pictures and newspaper trimmings. But like, if my great, great, great grandson wants to know about me, you know, he could actually know what the hell I was thinking on January 21st, 2016, you know? Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely an electronic personal diary. I mean, if you ever like find diaries of or journals of old family members, you know, you kind of get like a sense of what they're thinking. But this is just like magnified to the point where it's not just, oh, I see what you were thinking on this day where you decided to post, but also here's your pictures. Here's the people you were friends with. Here's an event you went to, all those things combined. Yeah, there's definitely something there that I actually keep, it keeps coming to my mind. Like there's some, something that hasn't been invented yet that is useful in about like, you know, another decade that people are going to be using to kind of go back and say, hey, look, I have this from this time like I, I don't even know how to explain it but something keeps telling no, no, me no. like there's something there you're, you're right it's like uh sometimes you know you just like if you see something cool happen you just got to hit record and just kind of like think that maybe in the future you'll figure out what to do with this and yeah that's kind of what Facebook is to me I like yeah I don't see the the super utility in it now but maybe in the future I don't know do you feel like social media has changed the way you interact uh in person with people like let's Mm. say uh, somebody you haven't seen in a while and because you've seen whatever their pictures they're posting and stuff does that make you do you feel like you you react differently because of that that's a great that's a great question um i do think that facebook and social media kind of like represents the internet as a whole. And I feel like, like if I look back at my posts from years ago, I think I joined Facebook like seven years ago. And um, right now it's uh, 2018. So yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, 2011. And I like look back and it was like, I was at a point where I could like shamelessly say that I'm going to the gym today and like mm-hmm. not post it like ironically, but like actually mean it. Mm-hmm. So I think if anything, it's made me more like cynical, ironic, kind of like, I don't know, like, like saying something like posting something like my uncle's going in for surgery, run one prayer, one like equals one prayer. Like that didn't used to be something that was like trollable. That used to be something that people took serious. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And now I feel like I take I like, I kind of think about what trolls would think anytime I say anything, like even in real oh, life. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like made me, if anything, like maybe a more cynical person, but also a little bit like sharper. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because I think if you look at anybody's beginning on Facebook, at least, you know, let's go going back to 2000, like 12 and below. You you mm-hmm. noticed that people had uh, a different way about presenting themselves. They weren't They're so as, innocent. Yeah, so <laughs> innocent and not so vigilant about like every little detail, you know. Yeah. And it's, and it's honestly, I think it's a combination of 
the fact that advertisers started blowing up on social media. Like social media used to not really be that many advertisers on there, not many companies trying to, not even people trying to advertise themselves. It was very, you know, in its, in its beginnings <laughs> stages where people weren't necessarily trying to promote their lives. They were more just, you know, expressing whatever was on their mind, even if it was dumb. And then now I think with the rise of, not only advertisers coming in and trying to pretend to be a social media account where they're trying to kind of emulate what, you know, your regular user is doing or posting about. Then you have people doing the same thing, trying to promote their business, their company, or just themselves as a brand. You know, everyone's kind of branded themselves, I think, now that we have social media. Unless you use Anchor for podcasting or co-hosting, you probably didn't know, but when you record on a certain topic with someone, it gives you a time limit of, I want to say, 14 minutes. So there is um, a little break we had to take before starting the next segment. So they kind of end abruptly and start a little funny, but I think you guys get the gist. Hey! Hey! <laughs> We're back. Uh, yeah, we are back. So, how do you how do you feel about Anchor so far? Um, it's if the podcast gets to look polished, or are they going to look like we're like this weird niche of people that are like saturating the market? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. I mean, if we if we could like download the file and like edit it, take all the weird breaths out, then that would be great. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing about it, too, that I I notice also is kind of just that it's very much it's not able to translate very well if you can't then take that audio and, you know, finesse it a little bit and make it into something more like quality because it doesn't let you like cut or trim or anything on the actual app. But like to to their benefit, I've tried like podcasting with Facebook Messenger or Skype, and I got to say like they do a good job of speeding up audio audio to keep the people in sync. Like that's a lot of times a problem I have is that the people get off sync when you're dealing with like bandwidth and Skype and recording. So right, right. It takes that. But I want to go back to social media. Let's do that. All right. So I want to turn the, the flashlight on you and <laughs> um so what was the last question you asked me was the, I, I like the question you asked has facebook or social media in general as a whole changed the way you a- interact with people in real life which is a great question so i want to know your answer from what i can tell i think it makes it's so that I assume that I know more about people than what I really do. And it also limits me to not feel more inclined to reach out to people because I assume I, I like know what's going on in their life. Like even with family, I've noticed that with like aunts and cousins and stuff that I'll see on social media, they post their pictures and they're very active on social media when I think about them or when we're trying to plan a reunion or something like that, I notice that I myself 
don't feel as inclined as I used to. And not just because, you know, you're an adult, you're growing up, you got other things going on, but really because I am like, yeah, but I've seen them, but I haven't, (laughs) I haven't seen that person, but you, you just assume that you know what's going on with most people's lives because you see them kind of maybe not every day, but pretty often. Yeah. Like I I met a, I met a, I seen this this um this family reunion happen recently and they were like yeah we haven't seen each other in like 20 years and I'm like oh my god like like imagine how shocking it must be to like see what they look like after 20 years like oh I know what they look like right like oh yeah of, of course you do <laughs> you know exactly like, it's just this it's I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing I think it it can be a little bit of both um so that you don't you aren't as inclined to go and have you know in-person interactions with a lot of people because you feel that you already that you're not missing that almost because you're you're, you're saying you're saying that like not seeing their face in their life like creates a, a more of a longing right. so it's like it's kind of like uh it's pacifying the longing it's, but like not enough not enough to like fulfill your life but just enough to like not make you take action exactly and I think that happens not just with family but just like friends in general like I notice a lot of people are more okay feeling like they don't have to go to lunch with friends or go see a friend in person they'll like message them and then that's that's good enough for them you know and that social interaction it's it's pretty important (laughs) it's pretty important to get out there and actually see people talk to people face to face I mean I think that's why trolls are trolls because they can hide they don't have to like they feel emboldened because they're behind a computer you don't have to you know say it to somebody's face you can just messenger and you feel a certain satisfaction from that you know it's uh it's similar to road rage how people can be like oh yeah disconnected because there's a a window in between two people and if you actually like pulled over and talked to the person you would find out that you actually don't want to beat them up like maybe you thought you did (laughs) (laughs) exactly like some people will actually like try to fight once they get out of the car this is that serious but most people you know are you know you'll have like soccer moms like giving you the finger and you're like what is going on (laughs) and it's just them in their actual day-to-day if we were standing across from each other you wouldn't feel that same anger because you don't feel like like... even if you're like running at the other person's driver's seat if they like get out of the car and you know like make a certain body language or have the certain eye contact in real life like it can turn the switch off if someone's like right. full-blown crazy right that's true hey chill, like chill out man exactly <laughs> like, it's not that serious <laughs> like you don't get that in uh in um you can't do that in the in via phone but that's for now like have you seen like the whole vr element Mark oh. zuckerberg seems to be really excited about that oh no i haven't what's that about well i mean essentially it would go um facebook of the future would be seeing each other's avatars except they would they would have like our facial expressions they would follow you know your blinks and your eyes you see snapchat's already doing that yeah like as you look around as you blink as you open your mouth as you talk 
the person would be like wearing virtual reality glasses and seeing you as if you're face to face, quote unquote. Oh, that's kind of so, creepy. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so you could technically be like, yeah, I'm going to go see so-and-so face to face and be like, well, you mean VR face to face or face to face? Right. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a little creepy. I don't know. That's just. Uh... It might. It might. <laughs> It might pacify the longing even more. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it would. But I I know just like social media in general has its, um, what would you say, downfalls. I'm sure that would have mm. a lot of downfalls as well. I think, I think social media a lot of the time is still new. Like we feel like mm. we've had it for a long time, but in in relative terms to a lot of other things that we've had for an actual really long time i feel like this type of interaction the social media is fairly new and i think we're still figuring out how it's affecting us long term um as like it's not until the generation after me that is really grown up and uh, live their entire life with it you know I'm still like no when I was little that was not a thing but you're seeing these kids growing up with it and we're not going to really see the impact that that has until they're you know really old so I don't know can you imagine that like like a, a female like telling a guy how much she loves him and how she's been like following all his photos since he was tagged in day one like no I mean I've I've loved you since you were first tagged. I went back to your first tag. Oh, like what? The- yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's a thing. Even now that there's kids who don't really interact, even in like a school setting, you know, you have their social media kids that don't really interact, but they follow each other, whatever it may be, and they mm-hmm. start actually having conversations on there before they actually ever meet. Not because they don't see each other, but because I mean, I guess that's the realm that in which they're living in now you know the reality they're living in now that is strange i didn't even think about that yeah i mean you think about like think about your first crush or think about like your crush when you're whatever high school middle school and you usually you know had to get the guts to like go talk to them and now it's like i'm just gonna send her a message (laughs) it's super it's super awkward and this kind of relates to dating too but like now you can like strike it off with someone that has like a great personality and what you're hoping with, cause you've had so many conversations is like, I hope we have physical chemistry in person. Yeah. Yeah. When, when like the, the, like the old school way, when I was like in my twenties, it was like, wow, we had physical chemistry in person. I hope they, ha- I hope they're not a, you know, crazy jerker. <laughs> yeah. I hope they're not crazy. Yeah. Like, so it would be like the opposite. You just right. hope they have the, personality but now you can like really like catch feelings with someone's personality but like oh my god i hope that you know me being 5'11 and her being 5'9 is not awkward when we hug for the first time like what the hell well <laughs> let, let me ask you something do you think though that fe- people will feel how would you say so okay when you're sitting down and having to write something out you have to actually put some thought into it it's easy uh-huh. when you're in conversation face to face to blurt out something that maybe you didn't mean to, or it was just something that came out and you were actually thinking it, but you didn't like, you know, almost. Check. Right. There's no, there's no, 
there's no backspace in real life. Right, exactly. So do you feel like personality even can be uh, misinterpreted? Maybe not misinterpreted. How would I say? Oh, so you get like, you get a, you get the perception that they're deep and thoughtful. Oh, yeah, exactly. You get the perception that this person is this way or that way. Okay, th- let me give you an example. So imagine you're a huge comic book fan, right? And you meet this girl, and this girl just happens to know that you're a comic book fan. You can have a great conversation with her about comic books over text, or online, whatever it might be, and realize that this girl has been, like, researching this, researching it because she has no Oh, <laughs> You know what oh, I mean? Oh, my goodness. That's creepy as frick. So, like, Google helping making the matchmaking online. But in in reality, you know, this person can be – because people do that automatically, like, since the beginning of dating. You know, they put their best foot forward and try to present the best version of themselves, right? And it's not until over time that you notice who this person really is. But I feel like that's basically – what you get down to with social media is that you're getting a person who is just better at manipulating how they're having this conversation. Let me me give you the flip side because I've actually been in a situation. I'm like a, I'm like a charismatic personality type that says like a lot of like awful things, but the (laughs) way I say it lets me get away with it. Right. So like a lot of times, like, my awful things that I say do not translate well via text message. Oh, right. Yeah. So right here, right here is where Anchor really let me down, guys. We did a third segment and I don't have it. Uh, it's nowhere to be found. It's as if it never happened. Um, I'm not sure if it was just like a issue with I don't know. I have no idea. But either way, I don't have the last segment that we recorded. And it was really good. So hopefully Narotama has a copy. And if he does, hopefully he publishes it. So um, feel free to follow him. His podcast name is Narotama C137. And thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know what you think. Send me a voice message if you're on Anchor. If not, follow me on Instagram or Snapchat. I have all my information in the uh, description of this podcast. And yeah, don't forget to unapologize. I always mess up that damn word. (laughs) Don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress.